Good morning, I'm Andrea Ficera, and this is the World in 7 Minutes for Thursday, September 22, 2016. Iranian Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei issued a fatwa, a non-binding religion's rule prohibiting women from riding a bike. He told to the state media that riding a bicycle often attracts the attention of men and exposes the society to corruption, and thus contravenes women's chastity, and it must be abandoned. But the Iranian women did not agree with this absurd restriction. Instead, they launched a protest through various social media. On the Facebook page of a group called My Stealthy Freedom, the video shows a woman explaining that, when they heard about the fatwa, they immediately rented two bicycles to saying they're not giving up cycling. Other images and videos have been accompanied by a MySelfie for Supreme Leader hashtag poking fun at Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. My Stealthy Freedom is an online social movement founded by a New York-based Iranian writer on May 2014. Since the Islamic Revolution in 1979, women in Iran have had covered their hair in public. So, the goal of the movement is to give voice to those women who have no intention of bringing the hijab, the traditional veil, in public. Its founder, Mazia Linejad, said that women are the main agents of change, adding that the fatwa has largely been ridiculed on social media. But women, or rather their fertility, is at the center of another controversy that seemed to have no end, this time in Italy. A few weeks ago, the Italian government has promoted another initiative, the Fertility Day. The initiative, considered by many an echo of a fascist past, was advertised by a series of offensive images, like a picture of a woman holding her belly and a same timer in the other hand, an allusion to the biological clock, with the words, beauty knows no age, fertility does, or other pictures urging people not to wait for the stork, claiming that fertility is a common good, like water. But for the Italian government, was not enough. Its second attempt has not gone well and generated even more controversy. The health ministry published a booklet illustrating good and bad personal habits, but its cover was extremely racist. It showed two white couples promoting good habits for fertility, while the image that represented poor habits showed a mixed ethnicity group doing drugs. The health minister, Beatrice Lorenzin, a member of the new centre-right, a conservative coalition partner in Prime Minister Matteo Renzi's government, said in a statement that the photos represent an homogeneity of people, as is the multi-ethnic society in which we live. But while the pamphlet has been withdrawn, an internal investigation has been opened. Talking about women, on Wednesday in New York, during a bilateral meeting with the UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon, Nigerian President Muhammadu Buhari has asked the United Nations to help mediate with Boko Haram in order to free the over 200 abducted girls. The teenage girls were kidnapped by terrorist group in April 14 from their school in Chibok, Borno State. The President Buhari said the Nigerian government was willing to bend in order to get back the girls and he reiterated that the teachings of Boko Haram were far from being Islamic, as neither Islam nor any other religion advocates hurting the innocent. While President Barack Obama described Nigeria as a big and important country in sub-Saharan Africa, saying that the US will continue to offer assistance in the resolution of the Niger Delta crisis, which would help ramp up oil production and fight against Boko Haram. 
Meanwhile, in the US, at least 12 policemen were injured during the protest erupted in Charlotte, North Carolina, after a police officer killed an African-American who, according to witnesses, was unarmed. The Charlotte Mecklenburg police chief said officers were searching for a suspect when they saw Kit Lamont Scott leave and return into his car, allegedly harmed, and mistook him for the wanted man. When the police officers approached and saw Mr. Scott leave the car with a gun, they deemed him as a threat and opened fire. The officer who fired the shot was identified as Brent Levinson, an African-American and in service since 2014. This death, the sixth this year in the city, sparked violent protest overnight, with hundreds of people gathered outside the quarter of police department, chanting slogan and demanding for justice. The mayor of Charlotte, Jennifer Roberts, has called for calm and promised an immediate and detailed investigation on the incident. The governor of North Carolina, Pat McCroy, has declared a state of emergency and ordered the deployment of the National Guard to support the local police. During a press conference, members of True Healing Under God called on the black community to stage an economy boycott in Charlotte, urging all black people living in the city to take their money elsewhere and ensuring that the group will take legal action against the city. Changing the topic, in efforts to tackle innovation and generational gap, Chinese parents are making their six-year-olds learn how to code. According to a 2011 survey of worldwide digital literacy, Dozens of countries, including the US, are well ahead in advanced digital literacy, while China remains far behind, a serious lack for the world's second largest economy. In the US, the MIT Media Lab offers a free iPad app called Scratch Junior to help kids learn the basic of coding, while Apple recently launched its first coding class as part of its Apple Camp for Kids. This data has led the government publicly stresses the need to shift the national economy away from factories and toward high-tech innovation. In July, Chinese Premier Li Keqiang approved a plan to make China an innovation powerhouse by 2020, boosting startup and technology incubators. That's all for today. Subscribe or follow the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud and visit the website at theworldin7minutes.com. As always, thanks for listening.